All right, so this is Adventure with Advantage, uh, hosted by the Goblin Gazette. I am your DM, Scott. Um, so we have three other players here. Uh, so let's go around real quick. Serenade starting with Zero, or Andrew, I should say. All right, <laughs> so uh, Andrew, I'm playing a Levy right now. He's a bard. Oh, you're pronouncing it Levy? Okay. Levy. That changes the entire campaign. Hold on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Were you thinking Levi? Levi. I, I thought it was Levi, because isn't your... Yeah. That's what I was, yeah, I was thinking. Levy. All right, Levy. I'll need to remember that. Okay. All right. I am uh, Cody, playing a wood elf ranger named Elamir. All right, moving on. I, uh, my name is Caesar, and I am playing a fighter named Steel Scar. A samurai fighter, to be exact. Awesome. All right, and then, yeah, once again, I am the DM, Scott. Um, so, yeah, we just thought it would be fun to start a D&D campaign, uh, stream it for people who may be interested in joining in. Sorry if there are technical difficulties. We're still figuring out everything as we go. It's kind of the first time we've done this. I'm, like, trying to get used to looking at the webcam and not my side monitor, so <laughs> that's going to get a little awkward at times. Um... So just a few things, planning on going for about two hours, uh, for us in Central, that'll be till 10pm. Uh, I'm letting them roll at home, instead of on roll 20, because it's more fun to roll dice instead of using a number generator, so we'll be doing that. I trust them, if they're natting, nat, or getting crits all the time, then I'll know that there's something going on. Um, <laughs> we don't cheat. I have a lot true. of ego riding on this. You do. Oh, and yeah. so I guess how we all met was, well, Cody and I already knew each other because we're family, um, but we all met playing Destiny together, so that's fun. Yep. And just waiting for the next season to come out to do more <laughs> fun stuff. So, all right, well, if there are no questions or anything, we can get started. Sounds good. Sounds, Sounds good to me. Let me turn on the music. Let's see if it works. You guys hear it? I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Also, one thing. We will be using Flowscape, which is what I've drawn an entire map up in. So I think that'll be cool. Uh-oh. It just mirrors it's not like the looping. It's not looping for me. Yeah, it's not looping for me. Well, let me try this. Try a different song. It might just be that song. It sounds loopy maybe. Okay. That sounds fine. Alright, so mm-hmm. let's get started. Bring up my notes. Oh no! Not on that screen! Don't look! Can't see. There I can't see. I, I have to okay. close. Too small. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out on the VOD. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, find my notes. Sorry. There it is. All right. So, Le- Levy. Dang, I almost said Levi. Levy. We so, we can just we can just on it to be the, to be Levi. No man, Sabre. That's what you want your guys' name to be. 
<laughs> oh gosh. That was the that was the office, right? Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Levy. So you find yourself sitting in a uh, large room. Um, from outside the room, you can hear the muffled sound of machinery below. Just machine sounds going. Um, in the room with you is a halfling woman. She sits at kind of a large desk. She has dark brown hair that is pulled back into a bun. And uh, she flips through a folder full of paper, making marks here and there. She goes. Um, this is Sharon Fettledrop. You've met her previously when you were setting up your interview. What was the name again? Sharon Fettledrop. She is a halfling woman. Uh, she, like I said, she's the person you contacted about getting an interview at the Goblin Gazette. Sounds great. Uh, so on either side of the desk, you see a door. Um, the door to the left of the desk has a large plaque on the outside that reads Broggard Willem, owner and founder of the Goblin Gazette. And the other side, you don't see a nameplate or anything, you just see a door. Um, on the desk as well, you see a black bird that sits on a small perch, just kind of looking around. Occasionally, it'll stare at you for a few seconds and then look away. Um, so yeah, and as you remember, you set out to get an interview at the Goblin Gazette, hoping to start a career there. From what you know of the Goblin Gazette, is it is kind of a uh, newspaper of sorts. Uh, they were looking for adventurers or reporters who could help them out. Um, so that is where you stand, or I should say where you sit. So on the gate, let me take you. So this is the town of uh, Esserim which is where you are. Esrim is located to the south of the Thane, which is the world that we're playing in. And the Goblin Gazette is right here. So that's your close gate isn't on stream. It's not on stream? Flip your flip your hockeys. Oh, dang it, hockeys. Then that's gonna kill me. Yeah. There it is. Woo! All right, here, let me do a... There we go. That yeah, looks nice. Track. Here we go. <clears throat> that is a nice boulder. All right, it so is. this is the town of Esserim, where you guys are currently at. Right, here's the entrance. Make your way through the town. Through the trees to the goblin that which is located right here. In this building of us. So after sitting there, Levy, for a few minutes, uh, you see the bird hop over to like a little bell sitting on the desk, and it kind of rings it, kind of pulls on it. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, and then Is it ringing it with its foot or its head? <laughs> Is it ringing it with its foot or its head? Its head. Yeah. It's got like a little okay. beak. Grabbed it with the beak. These are the real questions. That, that's it. You write that down. That's important. <laughs> uh, Notes taken. <laughs> Ring uh, spell with beak. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so after that happens, Sharon looks up at you and she goes, Mr. Grogard will see you now. And she points toward the door to her left. Great. So I'll get up and go in then.
It's so calming. That's better. It is, it's very calming, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah it was a little loud. All right, so, Levy, you enter the room. Uh, as you enter, you see a large, nice office. You see a large wooden desk in front of you. Um, off to the left, you see a window that looks over the merchant district, or, or sorry, the merchant quarter, which is where the Goblin Gazette is located in. Uh, you see a large bookshelf in the back with lots of old tomes on it. Uh, and you also see some pieces of weaponry and armor kind of you know, scattered about on the bookshelf here and there. Um, reclining at the desk, you see a large half-orc. He has a black mustache and black hair. He wears a button-up shirt with sleeves rolled up to his elbows and suspenders that uh, wrap around his large form. He takes a puff of a cigar he is holding and smiles. Levy, good to see you, lad. As he stands to his feet, extending his large hand to shake I, hand. I, I, I grab my and I grab his hand and, you know, go for that shake. All right, it's a nice, firm grasp. Uh, and he's like, please, take a seat, take a seat. And he motions cool. to a chair, nearby, chair nearby. All right, I'll sit in the chair. All right, and so, yeah, this is Grogard Wilhelm. Willem, sorry. Um, so uh, he introduced himself. So he's like, as you know, my name is Grogard Willem. I am the owner and founder of the Goblin Gazette. And it's my understanding that you are here to interview for a reporter position, is that correct? Uh, that is correct, sir. Awesome. Well, I have a few things I have to get out of the way first, and then we can get to some of the questions for your interview. Uh, first, I just want to go over what the Goblin Gazette does so we're on the same page. So the Goblin Gazette works in information, uh, and events and things going on around. Basically, we send reporters like the position you're interviewing for to different locations around Athane uh, for things that we hear that's going on. Um, you go out, figure out what's going on, solve the problem if necessary, and write a report and send it back to us. And then that is published in our newspaper, the Goblin Gazette. Um, and we're having, we're hoping to expand. We've been pretty successful so far. Uh, and that's why we're hiring some more reporters, like the position you're interviewing for. Um, you any, any questions about that? Um, how, do I, how does reporting work? So I, I just like write a report and then like send it in the mail or a bird sure. or something like that? Sure, that makes sense. Um, we actually have these magic tomes that we give to the reporters. And uh, when they write the reports, they're able to send them in to us via magic. Oh. And it's a lot faster than a desk. Cool. Well that, that that gets one of the ways. Um does the Gazette actually provide transportation to and from these locations? Um we do what our we can to help you guys get to where you need to go, but we don't pay for everything. Okay. Okay. And then um how well like I haven't traveled too much, you know around i've traveled around but just like not everywhere and most places i've been people know of the gazette and everything but how how far is the reach actually of this organization like how how far can we expect people to actually know about us sure well like i said um right now we've mostly focused on uh the southern tips of Athane, where we're currently located um but we're hoping to move up more north uh, potentially open some more offices up there to you know, as a hub for our reporters. 
Excuse me for one second while I pull up a map. <laughs> so I can give you specifics. Forgot to log into that. Whoops. Is this going up on roll 20? Or... No, it's not actually on roll 20. I should probably find a way to share that. We'll figure that out. It's on Incarnate. <laughs> okay. It's a great idea. Share the world map with everyone. Yeah. I mean, I should be on Discord. It is there. I don't think we're sharing Discord, though. That is right. Do, 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 do. But anyways, um, so yeah, so the way it works is that we will give you guys money to help you get to where you need to go, but uh, we might not be able to cover all the costs, but um, we give you some money up front to help with supplies or anything you need, and then when the job's complete, uh, we give you the rest of your payment. Great. Um, so if we're transmitting our like reports and stories uh, with uh, these magic books, right? So how do we actually get payment sent back? Uh, you would get that payment when you arrive back into Esserim at the Goblin Gazette. So it's possible it. that you'll have some money waiting here for you. Wonderful. Okay. That seems agreeable. All right. So now that I have my map up, um, so right now our operation mainly takes place in Esserim. Um, which is located central in Ithane. But we're hoping, like I said, to get up more north past Ilum, up into the Gurnak Highlands, um, and even down south, down to um, into the Dune Sea. Okay. But I'll happily share that map with everyone later. Well, all right. If you that's all the questions you have, I have some questions for you. Yep. Sounds fine. Awesome. So what makes you think you're a good fit for the Goblin Gazette. Well, I enjoy traveling and always love to tell a good story. thought uh, working for an organization such as the Gazette would be a good opportunity for me. Um, you know, get my name out there, tell some stories, and maybe do something adventurous. Um, I also know Gazette's a larger organization than just myself, so you guys seem to have the means to put people places where they need to be, which is a benefit to me. Um, and just kind of wanted to come and talk to you guys to see if we'd be a good fit for each other. Well, I like the sound of that. Good to have people who like to adventure. That's what we do a lot of here, so that sounds good. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where did you grow up? What brought you here to Asarum? Was it the job? Were you already here? Stuff like that. Uh, so, kind of been traveling around the southern part for a while, just with family. Um, kind of grew up on the road. Nothing, nothing too specific. Um, and, you know, I'm enjoying trying to see what I can get out there and do myself. It's kind of what I'm looking for right now. Um, what else would you like to know about me? Any special talents that you have? Uh, well, I'm I'm decent with a bit of magic. I can tell you that. Well, that's uh, always good to have in a tight place. Yeah. And um, actually, do I have it? Can I just like uh, cast like a minor illusion? Sure. What do you want it to look like? Uh, I wanted to look like the crow that was outside. 
Okay. Or the blackbird. I guess it was a blackbird. All right. So and you... just like have it perch on my shoulder or something. All right. So yeah, you reach out your hand and summon this little black losery bird kind of lands on your shoulder. Rudimentary, but idea comes across. And he kind of lets out a smile. He says, ha ha, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, so more the magic type, not wielding a sword, getting in the getting in the middle of the fray. Is that right? Uh, I prefer to stay back. Uh, you know, I have a beautiful face and don't want that to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lets out like a laugh. Kind of like, you know, slaps the table. And he like kind of leans forward. And he's like, you know, I like you, Levy. I like you a lot. I think we could maybe work something out. But sounds great. <laughs> before we uh, bring people on, we like to send them out on an assignment, see how they do. Um, so why don't you follow me if you're interested, and we can move on to that. Absolutely, lead the way. All right. And so he kind of gets up out of his chair. Uh, walks toward the door, um, opens it, walks out, walks across the to the other door that you had seen when you were sitting out there, um, and opens it up and kind of ushers you inside. Okay. So once so once you get inside, uh, you see two figures sitting in the room with you, or sitting in the room. Uh, you see a large, armed. Um, human, noid, person, can't really tell, wearing a helmet. Maybe not, I don't know. Uh, and he kind of offers you to take the not So Grogard offers you to take a seat, and then he says, Levy, I'd like you to introduce you to two people. Uh, this here is Steel Scar, and he points to the large armored person. Before we continue, what, what, what time of day is it? Uh, it's the middle of the day. Probably about 10, 11. Alright, so I get... So I get out of my seat, and I extend my hand, and I'm like... Death, get me. What'd you say? Uh, sorry, what was that? I shake your hand. Uh, and I, I, it's like some kind of broken comment. I'm just like, good afternoon. Okay, okay. Good afternoon. <laughs> Alright. Then... I am... Oh, go sorry. ahead, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Steel Scar is the name. Pleasure to meet, make your acquaintance. Nice to, nice to meet you, Steel Scar. I'm, I'm Levy. Alright. Uh, Zero, is your character tall or short? Uh, I'm about right, a, right right between like the, you know, six foot range. Oh, okay, so we're at height level. Okay, so I look you at... Alright. Perfect. That's, just, that's it. I just wanted to know that. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so then Grogard um, uh, points to the other person sitting in the room. Uh, It is a kind of not as large as Steel Scar, uh, but it is someone wearing leather armor of greens and browns um, and uh, more thin than Steel Scar. And he's calling you fat. (laughs) Exactly, that's actually what I'm saying now. And this is Elamir. Pleasure to Hello. meet your acquaintance. Hey, Elamir. Uh, pleasure to meet yours, Levy. Is this the new guy? It says, 
it is in fact the new guy. All it's right. The new guy. All right, and he goes. All right, now that you've all met your met each other, why don't you take a seat? And I can tell you guys a little bit about your first assignment. How tall is Elomir? Uh, 5'11". Oh, so he's short. <laughs> His respect for you has immediately gone What is down. this, Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> Swipe. <laughs> Swipe left. Uh. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so Grogger uh, stands up. Uh, he's already standing. Uh, but he has a folder that he had grabbed off the desk out in front. And he says, So, this is your team. Um, Levy, to give you a little background information, Steel Scar and Elamir have already interviewed for their positions here at the Goblin Gazette. Uh, but we were waiting for one more person. The way that our teams typically work here is we have one person who's the reporter. And that is what uh, Levy here is interviewing for. We typically have someone who acts as the muscle, who takes, you know, the brunt of the blows, and that would be Steel Scar on your team. As soon as you say that, Steel, Steel Scar gets up and he's like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I, I want to stand up and go rah oh, with no. him too. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm glad to get that out, Steel Scar. Uh, and then he says, and then we usually have someone who, um, is good at making their way from place to place uh, and knows how to get out of a tough situation and that is Elamir here for your team. Um, so, you guys are working together. You all either succeed together or fail as a team. There's no, no one's here is playing by themselves. You're all on the same team. You get that? Sounds fine by me. We're best friends already. Good. Go get some tattoos later then. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he like pulls uh, out the uh, folder. Oh, were you gonna say something? No, I'm just an uh. Okay. Alright, so he, he kind of tosses a folder on the table in front of him. He says, Your first assignment will be this. Um, so lately in town, there have been. Uh, some disturbances going on in the sewers beneath Esserim, specifically the sewers beneath the Merchant's Quarter. Um, we're not sure exactly what's going on down there, but we think it's worth looking into. Did you say Merchant Quarter? The Merchant Quarter, yes. Where we okay. are, the, the quarter of town that we're oh, currently quarter. in. Yes. Um, so, your guys' job is going to be figure out what's going on down there. What we know so far is that the town guard has blocked all entrance to the sewers beneath the merchant quarter. Again, we're not sure why, but what information we have gotten is of odd creatures coming out of the sewers and causing a ruckus. So we want you to go down and figure out what's going on. Any questions? Yeah, can you repeat that last part because you cut out for me? <laughs> sure. All right, well, I'm going to stop talking his voice because it's destroying my throat. Uh, so he just said basically you guys are going to go down, or he wants you to go into the sewers and figure out what's going on because there have been odd creatures coming out of the sewers. All right. 
Uh, I got a question. Um, will the guards let us in, or should we find a way around them? He kind of, like, smiles, and he's like, well, we don't have authorization to go into the sewers. Fair enough. That's that's all you need to say. No, no need to say anymore. It's fine. <laughs> but I understand. And he, like, holds up one big finger. He's like, anything you do reflects on us. So, don't go around hurting people and causing trouble. Either find a way to get in or remain unseen. All right, all right. Fair enough. Sound good? Yes, sir. Any questions? Yes, sir. No? Uh, None for me. No. (laughs) Wait, do you want us to kill the creatures or... Just find out what's going on. Yes, you gotta figure out what's going on. And that may mean you're gonna have to kill some creatures in those sewers, whatever it's down there. Um, but yeah, you will want to know what's going on. And again, the town okay. is not letting us know what's going on down there. Okay. Shady politicians. Understood. <laughs> I feel like Steel Scar and Grogger have the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so he uh, tells you. So, if you guys come back successful, we can bring you guys on for the Goblin Gazette. If you're unsuccessful, well then, we'll have a talk, but it might not be a good talk. Or one that you're hoping for. The pay for this job uh, will, in total, be 500 gold. Split among the three of you. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to find my note. I was looking somewhere else. (laughs) All right. He says, well, if you have no other questions for me, I'll let you guys be on your way. Um, Like I said, don't get caught. Don't get into any trouble. Don't hurt any people. Anything you do reflects on the Gazette. And then he kind of opens the door and, you know, takes a step out. He and wants us gone. Yep. All right. I leave the office. Yep. Leave. Walk all out. Uh, I follow. I follow suit as well. All right. As you guys. So as you guys walk out, you see his door close. Um, as he goes into his office. And as you guys are kind of walking away, you hear Sharon kind of pipe up, and she's like, Oh, I don't know if Grog had mentioned this, but you might want to stop by the, uh, the Brightstones downstairs. They could probably help you out with anything you may need. The Brightstones, you say? And she uh, kind of looks... Sure. She looks a little surprised. She's like, Oh, did he not mention the Brightstones to you? No, no, yeah. I think he failed to mention that one. <laughs> oh, yes, well, he's, he's a busy man. Um... So the Brightstones are a, um, a dwarven couple who works for the Gazette, uh, and they take care of supplies, potions, weapons, armor, whatever you may need. Um, if you have any special requests, you can put it in with them, and they can make something for you if you need it. Uh, we'll take a little bit of time, and, uh, uh, and what you can do, actually, is instead of paying them up front, um, is you can um, take out a loan from them, uh, and that money can be deducted from the pay for your um, successful ventures. This is how we get in lifetime debt. <laughs> okay. 
So, <laughs> so basically, you. so basically, DM Scott is trying to get us into fake debt already. <laughs> it's a loan like, shark. Like, well, well, we 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 only there's a limit. We only let you go up to a thousand gold. Is it? There's no one. It's not unlimited. Um, but it's only up to a thousand gold. Only so just an advance if you need that to help you on your next venture assignment. So like, I, I, I can introduce you to them if you'd like. Sure. So, oh, okay. Totally. And then, so she then like, you know, turns in her chair, hops out, uh, and starts leading you guys uh, down the steps. Uh, and you guys all saw this as you were walking in. So basically, the Goblin Gazette. Um, when you walk into it, there's a big, large ground floor. Uh, has people down there working. Um, and you see a lot of these machines. And just kind of from looking, what you've gathered is that's where the papers are produced. Uh, the printing presses. Um, that's where everything's taking place now. So that's what the sound was that you were hearing, Levy, downstairs. Machines. Got it. Yep. Um, and so she heads down. The, oh, so sorry. So then there's a second level. And that's where, uh, where you guys currently are. That's where the office is, and that's where Sharon sits. Um, so she leads you guys down the steps um, to the back end of the Goblin Gazette into a small uh, storage-type room um, that has a door, and she kind of opens it up. And as she opens it, she's like, um, Oscar, Amber, we have some uh, people who may need something for you. Or from you guys, if you are available. Uh, and then you hear a kind of a clatter in the back. Um, as you see, one second. A dwarven woman uh, come walking out. She has brunette hair and has blue eyes. Um, and she's wearing these kind of fine robes. Um, kind of look like wizardy kind of robes. And she's like, oh! Good, good to see some new faces here in the Gazette. What are your names, dears? Uh, hi there, I'm Levy, and uh, this here is Steel Scar and Elamir. Hey there. Hey! He's like, oh, it's good to meet you, lads. Is there anything that I can help you with today? Uh, I'm just kind of trying to see kind of like the lay of the land, figure out what's, you know, what's going on here. So I was just kind of wondering what's, uh, what's being offered around here. Of course, of course. Um, give me just one second to see what we have in stock. As the DM frantically looks through his notes. Let's figure out where he put it. Alright. Um, so, by the way, as this is going, you're, you're kind of hearing this kind of hammering in the back room going on this whole time as she's talking to you. And she's kind of like looking for this book. And she kind of starts to get frustrated, and she kind of pops her head in the back room. And she's like, Oscar, dear, stop, please. We've got people, we've got customers. Please stop distracting. And you oh, no, 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 a, it's fine. It's a, it's, a, it's a lovely beat. You hear a, gruff, a gruff voice in the back, and he's like, Ugh, fine, I'll stop. And then you hear a kind of like clatter as um, you see this large dwarf kind of come through the room. Or the doorway into the room where you guys are. Uh, he's got a long black beard with gold clasps in it. He has green eyes. Uh, and he's wearing, like, typical blacksmith clothes. And he's like, ah, new recruits to the Gazette, huh? Yep. That's awesome. Like, That's the hope. Guess we'll see how long you last. Oh. So, 
uh, DM question. Is this, yes, a, uh, you said that this is supposed to be like a all around shop or is it just like a smithy? Uh, so after asking them a little bit about it, basically they take care of any requests that may come in. Um, Amber is a magic wielder and uh, Oscar is a blacksmith. So they can kind of, with their combined efforts, can kind of cover most requests that you may have. Um, that answer your question? Yes, sir. Thank okay. you very much. So after a few am- minutes, Amber uh, finally finds the book and she brings it out. And she's like, all right, let me take a look. Uh, right now it looks like we've got a few potions of healing. A uh, few potions of greater healing. Um, an armor of cold resistance. Uh, in some enchanted bow, an enchanted bow, uh, an enchanted great sword, and then uh, some braces of archery. Oh, that's okay. some pretty nice stuff. Stick where we tried to keep stocked here, dear. So, uh, what kind of enchantments it's got? Uh, for what specifically? Uh, sorry, you said there was archer bracers and a bow. It's like, oh yes, let me uh, take a look. And she kind of, like, thumbs through the page, and then she says, Alright, it looks like the, uh, Braces of Archery, um, will allow you to deal more damage to your enemies when you hit them. Um, and then the Enchanted Bow does something very similarly, uh, but also, uh, makes your shots more accurate. In okay. terms, the Braces of Archery give you plus two <laughs> damage, uh, and the Enchanted, or the Bow... Uh, plus one gives you plus one to attack and damage. Ooh, plus one bow. Okay. Um, how much that cost you? <laughs> goes, uh, the, the the bow is a uh, five thousand gold, and the oh God. bracers are three thousand gold. Oh God, we'll see you later. Ah, little pricey for you, dear. Well, we'll, we'll save up. I'm technically not in. <laughs> Just remember, we can only go a thousand into debt. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you lads need for today? Uh, uh, how, one of those potions of healing, possibly. Um, well, are you looking at the potions of healing or the greater potion of healing? Oh, I, I think the greater might be a little too rich for my blood. How much is the regular potion? Uh, the regular potions of healings are thirty gold each. What was that? Sorry, it broke up. Yep, thirty gold each. 30 gold each? Ah, um, and how much were the graders then? Uh, the graders were 150 gold each. Gotcha. Um, so, so you, you, um, as a adventurer, can tell that these prices are a little reduced. Um, yeah. I'm guessing that's because it's not about making money off this stuff. Got it. Wonderful. So surmise. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll grab, uh, I'll grab two of those regular potions of healing. She's like, all right, that'd be 60 gold for each, or for both. Cool. Thank you. All right. And she takes your uh, slides you the red vials of healing. And so that's, um, I believe it's 2d4 plus 2 when you heal. Yep. Yeah, so. For minor, right? Yeah, for the yeah. lesser, 2D4. or the just potion of healing. Yeah, 2d4 plus 2. Cool. I will add two of those. So is there anything else I can help you with? You mentioned an armor of resistance. Yes, um, the plus one armor of cold resistance. 
is not the real name. <laughs> that's, the, that's what the DM has in his notes. Uh, so it's just plus one armor of cold resistance. It gives you uh, plus one to your AC and cold resistance. Do you have a price on that? That's affordable. <laughs> it's 2,000 gold. We're peasants. We're peasants. <laughs> you yeah, might be a little too rich for you guys' blood. Yeah. I might just take a potion then. <laughs> uh, just one. Expensive! Um, it's a little pricey. Dude, my music keeps going off. Why is it not playing the whole thing? I just noticed it was off. Let me try that shuffle. Is that going to work? Uh, what? Nothing. Nothing. Sorry. You, what were you saying? I'm just figuring this out. Oh, I just asked her for a... a she still has a greater potion, right? She has two graders and two regular potions of healing. Well, she sold two to uh, yeah, so she, uh, had, she had four potions of healing and two potions of greater or greater potions of healing. So what I want to do is I want to get one, one regular and one greater then. Okay. Uh, so that will be one hundred and eighty gold. One hundred and eighty, no problem. All right. She takes the gold, slides you the vials. The greater is a bit bigger of a drought um, but she slides it over to you and she says is there anything else you need dears um just wondering what kind of a what kind of services might you offer here would you uh you uh be able to offer things like enchanting or anything like that um she's like well yes yes I would take care of the enchanting Oscar would take care of uh, if you need weapons or armor made um but yes if you need enchantments I can take care of that Okay, uh, just just for future reference. Uh, nothing at the moment, though. Thank you. All right. I I turn to her and I just out of curiosity ask her. So I heard the guards are covering all the exits to the sewers. Do you by any chance know a back door in? <laughs> she kind of lets out a little laugh. Um, she's like, well. In my older age, I'm not the adventuring type. Um, Oscar and I have settled down here in Esserim. But I do hear a few things. Um, go ahead and roll, actually roll a persuasion check, if you would. Alright. Uh, what's my persuasion? Ooh, okay. A seven. Seven? Seven total. Wow. Okay. Um, she says, um, well, there's a main entrance to the sewers that's here in the Merchant Quarter. Um, it's located between two stores, which are escaping me at the moment. Oh, hold on, let me look real quick. Uh, so it's located between Jezerite Jewelers and Willan's Woodworking. Um, it's just a few uh, buildings down from here. And then uh, there are other. She says, I know there are a few uh, sewers located around town, um, but that's the only entrance I know of. I appreciate your time. She says, of course, dearie, anytime. And uh, for that useful information, I tip her gold. She says, oh, you make a lady blush. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oscar kind of eyes you out of the corner. And then uh, heads back Ooh. into the back room. Ooh, he's jealous. Bad side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> so she said that there might have been an entrance a few houses down. Did she tell us north, south, east, west? Which way? Uh, so you're... From what you know of this town, um, those two locations are just to the south of where you currently are. Alright, so, uh... Why don't we, why don't we head over that direction and see if we can, you know, get the guards to let us in. I mean, we might as well ask them first, right? It wouldn't hurt to try. I'm down, I'm down. Alright. Alright, so let's head that direction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we... way through... Uh, the Goblin Gazette work area, whatever you want to call it, printing area, with all the stuff going on, um, and step out into the merchant quarter. Uh, as you guys step out, you can see, oh, hold on, I'm make sure, am I sharing? I am, okay. So you guys step out, uh, and basically the merchant quarter is the trading hub in Esserim. Um, basically, Esserim is located right on a river. God, it's lagging a little bit. Uh, it's located right on a river, so a lot of trade takes place here. Um, it comes in through the port over here, the gray docks, and um, so a lot of trade. It's kind of a trade hub. Actually, why don't you guys each roll a history check to see what you know about Esserim? Mm. Ooh, not my strong suit. 10 plus a 12. Sorry, 12. I got a 7. Okay. I got, I got 5. <laughs> oh, man, guys. Alright, so the highest was a 12. Yep. Um, Alright, so Levy, what you know of Estrum is, uh, like I said, it is a kind of trading hub. Um, kind of located in the central area of Athane. Um, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Located in the... Uh, yeah, the Abundant Plain. Um, it's right along the Rivenspire Mountains, um, and also right on a river. Uh, what you know about the town itself is that it's actually controlled by <clears throat> a bunch of guilds. Um, there's basically a guild for everything you can imagine. It's very much a mercantile um, structure in this town. And basically... Each of the guilds get together, figure out how the town should be run, um, and there's actually a guild of guilds that each guild will basically elect a person to join that, and then within the guild of guilds, one person is elected as the leader, and they're kind of the mayor or whatever of town. That makes sense. Uh, Alright, that makes sense. So very much a trading hub, um, very capitalistic society um and so as you guys step out into the merchant quarter you just see in the merchant quarter are just lots of small um merchant tents and stands all around you see people doing their daily shopping um you know children darting through the different carts and buildings nearby um out and you're out on the main walkway that kind of wraps around the merchant quarter here um, and so you guys would be heading over this direction to the south between Jezerite Jewels and uh, 
wheel into woodworking. Yeah, we were going to go talk to a guard that's blocking the entrance, right? Yep. Yeah. So basically, right. the you walk down the path for a little bit, and you eventually get to this kind of wooded area with a fence, and behind that is the entrance to the sewers, which is this little building right here. Um, Alright, so you guys make your way up. Again, you're pushing past lots of people who are in the town, the merchant quarter, doing their shopping. Eventually, you kind of get off the path and head back here. Um, as you approach, you see two guards standing at the uh, entrance. And let me look something up real quick. So I said it is... Alright, so as you guys approach, you see a uh, dwarf and a human standing at the sewer entrance. And they kind of have their... You know, they're standing there looking about... This area, by the way, it's not just them. There are people also kind of in this little gardeny area, kind of just enjoying the scenery, kids playing, stuff like that. Cool. Okay. Uh, can I go up and approach the guards and talk to them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow suit with uh, with Levy and go approach the guards with him. All right. So as you get closer, the dwarf takes notice of you guys, and he's like, um, state your business. Ah, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, I'm, I was wondering, might if we uh, be able to get into the sewers? You see, I, uh, I, I just really need to get in there, and so I was wondering if you might let us by. He's like, sorry, orders from on high. We can't let people in, as my uh, accent changes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you see, I have orders from on high as well to go in there and check things out. So I was just wondering if you. <laughs> Might let us by, and then, you know, we'll be out before anyone knows. Really? And who do you have your orders from? Uh, from the High King, obviously. <laughs> right. General persuasion check. Uh, 13. <laughs> he kind of, like, crosses his arms and kind of looks at the corner of his eye at the, um, the guy standing, the guard standing next to him, he goes, Well, I guess you'll have to go tell the High King that no one enters sewers per orders of blah blah blah. You gotta find his name. Do, 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 do. Remus, Remus Lothander. No one gets in the sewers. You hear me? Who, who, who was that again? Sorry. Uh, are you not from around here, boy? No, 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 I just wanted to make sure I heard it right. Remus Lothander? The... Okay. The leader of Esserim? Yes, orders yes. come from on high. Ah, yes, you see, I'm, I'm a traveler, I'm from out of town, and that I was sent to... From other orders on high. Well, you can take your orders... And shove him. Be gone. No one <laughs> oh, well, that's here. very rude. I, I'm going to go uh, talk to this Remus, and uh, I'm going to mention how rude you were to me. And he laughs, uh, and he's like, ha! Good luck getting in and talking to Remus. He's a busy uh, lad. Before I walk away, are these guards wearing kind of like what the military would wear? Yeah, the clothing that the guards of Esserim wear. All right, so... Uh, uh, before uh, before uh, Levy and myself walk away, I uh, 
I stand up straight to him and I say, look, from one soldier to another, can you just do us this favor? We know you guys are having issues in the sewers and we're just trying to help out any way we can. Um, I do have, I have been in the military myself, so I know how to defend myself and I know I can back these guys up. Good and roll persuasion check. All right. Come on. Ooh, 19. <laughs> 19 total or a 19? Uh, 19 total. Total. Okay. Um, so you're talking to the dwarf. You're actually have, having to actually look down at him because he is a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll, okay. I'll need like, I'll like hunch down so I can talk to him. Okay. Um, <laughs> you squat down and pat him on his head. <laughs> <laughs> is is that considered offensive? <laughs> um, don't, don't give up ideas, man. <laughs> yeah. You're not sure, actually, how a dwarf. Um, if 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 it would convince him, you know, I I don't have it on, but like in the little knapsack that I do have on me, I do still have some of my remnants when I used to be part of the military. Um, I don't think it's needed. So he uh, kind of eyes you up and down. He goes, um, "God, I'm just blanking on the people's names that I've written down here." He looks you up and down and he goes, "All right, all right. If you're a soldier." Why don't you go on over to the guardhouse and talk to Lucas Doring? Talk, talk, sorry, you cut out Carthus. To who? Sure. Lucas Doring. Lucas Doring. He can handle if you want to let you down in the sewers. I'm just here to make sure no one gets down there. Just following orders. Because I'm sure you understand. I understand. And then I, uh, I extend my hand to shake, uh, shake his hand. And uh, I appreciate the information. And I'll make sure to talk to this Lucas Doring so we can try to get permission to go into the sewers. Thank you. Kind of begrudgingly shakes your hand. And then, the guy, be off with you. You've got watching to do. I walk away. All right. I look at Levy and I say, let's go talk to this Lucas Doring then. Yep, yep, definitely. If that doesn't work, there's other ways we can get in, I guess. Yes, there is. And I just hold my sword. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, oh good joke. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, I nervously laughed. Really nervously. <laughs> All right. So you guys are heading to the guardhouse is where he said. Yeah, he said he said the guardhouse. Yep. Is right over here. It's actually near right next to the Goblin Gazette. Here is the guardhouse. Um... Do you have so, all these places memorized? No, I have a map that I... I basically took a screenshot top-down of the map I wrote, and then I wrote the names on top of that. <laughs> so, I have a map. There you go. No, Smart I don't, I, Yeah. Like a method actor, he's actually been living in the town. I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you guys make your way through the merchant quarter, you know, passing all the shops and stuff, um, and you get... As you move toward the guard house, uh, you see lots of guards, you know, training. Some in the back, you know, people practicing their archery, um, sword fighting and stuff. There's kind of a large stone wall gate thing around the front. Um, and you guys enter the gate oh. and you can see, like, people doing, like, push-ups and stuff in the front yard area. Um, and you guys make your way toward the door. And as you do that, you see a guard standing by and he's like... Um, how may I help you today? So, I say, um, we are looking for Lucas Doring. 
He's like, oh, really? Have you, do you have an appointment with Lucas today? Uh, we do not, but one of the guards by the sewer said that we should come and see him immediately. Like, did you happen to get his name? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was a dwarf. He was short a dwarf fellow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the short one. <laughs> next next to his uh his human compatriot. <laughs> he kinda looks at you guys, he says Well that's that sounds like Theron. Um uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check, um, Steel Scar. Another persuasion, alright. Uh, 16. 16. Okay, the guard kind of thinks for a minute, and he's like, Alright, well, if, if Theron sent you, I guess it's, um, important. Um, you Very much so. Go, you can actually said- talk to Lucas, he's actually here in the yard. And he kind of points over to this man who's kind of um, overseeing some of the guards exercising some of the recruits in the field or in the yard. All right, so I, I guess we go approach him. All right. All right. So as you approach, uh, you see this human male. Um, he's wearing a hat on his head, kind of the. Not a tricorn hat, but kind of this fold hat folded up on the sides kind of thing. Uh, he has a rapier at his side, um, and he is wearing kind of these, you know, kind of leather armor with parts of it being kind of plate, covering kind of the important parts of his body. Um, wait, 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 can you go back to that hat real quick? What kind of hat is it? It says not a tricorn hat. <laughs> I don't know the what it's called, but I'm picturing like a hat that's kind of folded up on the sides. I don't know. It's not important. It's a hat. Is okay. it like a musketeer? I'm picturing a musketeer. I don't. I can't picture it. I'm picturing hat, like but... one of those like fuzzy sure. hats with sure. the, the, the the flaps. <laughs> uh, does he look like someone you who like like a captain, right? Yes, he looks like someone who carries himself, who's in charge. All right. So as I go and approach him, I stand like I stand in front of him and I do a salute and I'm like Captain Dorian. Uh, so he kind of gives you a salute as well. And he's like. Eddie's soldier. Come in. So, uh, so uh, we were talking to Darren by the sewers, and I was, and I've heard that there is an issue in there, and I wanted to know if my team and I could go and investigate and try to resolve this issue. We are a group of many different talents, and hopefully, we can make this issue easier for the city itself. And he told us, and uh, Darren told us to come and speak to you so you can grant us permission to go in. Go ahead and roll another persuasion check. Jesus. (laughs) Come on, come on. Talking, man. 18. 18? Okay. Meanwhile, while he's busy, I'm going to the other people, like, doing exercises, like, they're full. You say you're correcting their form. You cut out for a second. Yeah. So, like, they're doing, like, push-ups, and I'm like, no, you got to keep your back straight. <laughs> keep your butt down. How <laughs> condescending are you when you're doing this? Like, really condescending? Pretty or? pretty condescending. Okay. So you play a cocky character, then? Uh, I just play Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he goes, 
whatever he looks like, uh, he's Cody at the end of the day. Um, all right, so Lucas kind of looks you over and he goes, well, to be honest, this is a problem I'd really like to get solved. You said Theron sent you? Yes, sir. Theron, uh, Theron was the one that suggested I come and speak to you personally. He said, under no circumstances is anybody allowed inside the sewers unless we speak with you first. And who, might I ask, are you working for? I am currently employed by the Goblin Gazette. And they're the ones that told us about the issue in the sewers that is going around town. And we know that you've had a... Hold on. Let me look at my notes. I've... So apparently there's supposed to be some disturbances in the sewers around uh, the merchant quarters. So we were trying to go in and see if we can resolve the issue without anybody having to get hurt. We also heard that there might be some odd creatures coming out of there, which doesn't sound very friendly. Yes, we also did hear that. He kind of nods. He's like, yes, we've had a few odd creatures making their ways out of the sewers. Um, they've hurt a few people, in fact. Um, and he kind of thinks for a moment. He's like, I'll be honest with you. I'm not very comfortable with the Goblin Gazette um, interfering with official business. Um, but this is a problem, and it needs to be solved. And unfortunately... My hands are currently tied at the moment, and I would rather take care of this problem than let it linger. And while I can't officially allow you entrance into the sewers, I could maybe lax the security a bit, if you guys would be interested in going down there to take a look, but you have to know they cannot be held responsible for anything that happens to you down there. That sounds more than agreeable, sir. I salute him and I say, yes, sir. Do not worry. None of, the, n- none of our actions will be reflected upon any of your guys or yourself. This will completely be on us. And you're like, well, that's good to hear. He's like, because I can't have anything bad reflecting upon me. There's a lot of politics in this town, and I don't care for politics. I just care for keeping people safe and making sure this town continues to run. And my hands, like I said, are currently bound, and I cannot solve this problem on my own. As the people on high figure out the best way to manage it, I would rather just take my guards down there and solve it ourselves. So I'll tell you what. Um, Our guards have a rotation. Let me look that up real quick. Alright. Is Scott cutting out for you guys? Yes, he is. A little bit. A little bit. Am I still there? Can you hear me now? No, we can hear you. It's like, you'll say, that, 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 something like that. Okay. Yeah. Figure that out later. Um, Alright, so he basically tells you uh, that there is a rotation they have the guards on who stand guard at the... Um, entrance to the sewers. Uh, so there's a 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. shift. There is a 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. shift. 
within a 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. Basically, it's, what is that? Three six-hour shifts. All right. It's 18 hours. It's three, one, two, three. What is that? What's 12 to six? Did I do my math wrong? Might it's do math you, wrong. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be four six-hour shifts? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think that's... it's three. It's three. Oh, my God. <laughs> Three eight-hour said- shifts is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I gave you the wrong time. It's three eight-hour shifts. Oh. All right. <laughs> God, I jacked that up. Okay. Uh, and so he tells you that... So at this point, it's probably about... Not been too long. Maybe 11.30 or something like that. Um, so there's a shift change that will be occurring at 12 p.m. today. And so he tells right. you that... Um, they will hold off on getting the people there in time and, or, um, they'll tell the people to look the other way to let you guys go down. Basically. Got it. All right. Got it. Yes, sir. I appreciate your help. He's like, good to hear it, soldier. And I salute him one more time. All right. He salutes you, and he's like, be careful down there. There's been lots of odd things coming up, and don't want to lose any more people. What kinds of things? He kind oh, you're of, back uh, with us? He's done, he's done criticizing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, so he kind of, like, thinks for a second, and he's like, well, just weird stuff. Um... Some two-headed rats coming out. Quite large, in fact. Um, as well as some strange ooze-like creatures that seem to just consume anything that they come across. Um, we've not seen that before and not sure why they're down there exactly. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. Mm-mm. He's like, no, it does not. We can take him. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, if, I, not, if anything, we'll have a great story to tell after this. <laughs> yeah, we will. So, uh, you, you and you said that the next, uh, he, he uh, Doreen said that the next shift was going to be around 12, uh, 2? 12. So it's Twelve. like 30 minutes is when the next shift okay. changes. Okay, so I um, I guess I talk to the, the party and I ask him if they want to gather around where we talk to uh, Theron then. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. No, um, no reason to waste know, any time. Could have over there. Maybe uh, I'll play some a little bit of music on the way or when we get there, you know, pass the time. All right, so. Did you say you were going to go talk to Theron? No, 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 no. We're just no, going to no. go, like, stand around that area to wait for the, the changing of the guards. Okay. All right. Um, all right, so you guys head through, back through the merchant district, back over to the sewer entrance. Um, find a nice little cozy spot under the trees amongst the flowers and just wait um, until the next shift change. Um, so, yeah, after waiting... Like you said, for about 30 minutes, uh, you see Theron and the other guy whose name you didn't get uh, leaving. 
and the two other guards who are a um, dark-skinned woman uh, and a halfling male um, come walking up and kind of take their posts at the sewer entrance. And then... All the, right. Um, yeah. I, uh, as soon as they are set in place, I uh, I start approaching the sewers entrance, and uh, I approach both of them, and I just say, uh, "We shouldn't say anything, should we?" Mm, Don't they know we're coming? I actually, yeah, I, I keep. He did say they would. They would. We just go in and approach the sewer gate. Give him a nod. Can, can, can I give him a nod as we go by? They left yeah. Sure, so like a, you... Like, like a nod of acknowledgement. Alright, so you kind of approach looking like you know what you're doing, and the the woman kind of leans forward, and she's like, um, are you the people who spoke with Lucas? Yes. Lucas right. and us go way back. <laughs> like 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes. And she just goes, I don't care. I have my orders. <laughs> And she kind of, her and the halfling guy kind of step away for a minute um, for you guys. Cool. And then I go in. All right. So, yeah, you get the, there's kind of a large metal grate on the front. So you have to kind of open that up. Um, kind of like let's have a, as you open it up. Um, but as you do, you see darkness and a stairwell that leads down into more darkness. Is it completely dark? I mean, it's not pitch black because the light is right behind you, but it's a dark area. There's no light getting in except from the door that you're standing in, Um, and it just gets dark as you go down. Makes sense. Um, uh, Is is, uh, Steelscar wearing a helmet? Oh, no, Steelscar, are you wearing a helmet? Steelscar, are you wearing a helmet? I'm not wearing a helmet. Do you have chest armor on? Yes, I do. I want to touch his chest armor and cast light. Oh. Okay. All right. So you <laughs> just touches, touch his chest and, uh, yep, yeah. light just shoots off of Steel Scar's chest and uh, lights up the area. Here we go. Here you go, man. Here you go, man. Don't need to hold the torch. <laughs> I like it. I look at, uh, I look at, at, uh, Eleven and I said, nice trick. <laughs> And I, I pat, I pat Levy on the back, and I cast light as well. Nice, <laughs> boom, we're glowing. Glow, bro. And I sit there and brood in the darkness. <laughs> but you can see because of us. <laughs> true, true. All right, hey, so I you need guys, you guys stand in the entrance of the stairwell with Steel Scar and Levy both illuminating brightly, out to yep. twenty feet in either direction. <laughs> I that's like the it. only. That's the only trick I know too. <laughs> there you go. Are you guys heading down the steps? Ah, uh, yes, we are. All I, right. I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll try to take. Uh, as we're going down the stairs, guys. I'll try to, I'll try to lead. Yes, I'll take point. You're gonna lead, okay? Yes. All right, and um, let me bring up my map. It's the map. It's the map. Dude, don't start. My daughter's been watching Dora, and it's it gets. No. Well, now you're gonna watch Dora with her. Um. There we go. Roll twenty. Is that now? 
Elamir, uh, do you want to go ahead of me and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take, take up the lead? I'll or, take sorry, I'll take up the re- behind. I think that makes sense. Okay, sounds good. Go behind. In the middle of this Levy, like, bot reeve. Yeah, see, that way you can see 20 feet forward and 20 feet behind mm-hmm. you. Exactly. <laughs> what am I? Oh, do I need to be on the... Convenient. I can be on the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're the one... You, ha- you, you have to move us to whatever page you want us to see. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why it's not letting me reveal. Come on, reveal areas. And that's it, the game ends, because I can't figure out how to reveal the map. <laughs> reveal areas. Why can't I click on it? Oh, I believe if you have anything that's uh, under like DM, you have to move it to uh, standard or whatever the player one is for us to see. Yeah, no, I'm trying to reveal the darkness. Why is it not letting me do that? Dude, I'm a roll 20 noob, clearly. Someone just drew an arrow, I saw that. Reveal areas. Polygon review? Old shift to snap to grid. No, I just want to reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. I think I got it. Scott's having a night. Oh, there we go. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Let me. There we go. All right. My map is for everyone is fixed. There we go. All right. So you guys head down the steps for a little bit. All right. And um. There we go. So you head down the steps. They go down for probably about, I don't know, 40, 50 feet. They go down quite a ways um, until they kind of open up into a long hall. So that circular thing, that's the stairs we're coming down from right now. Yes. Okay. You went down. Um, So as you, so Steel Scar, as you get to the bottom of the steps, which you can see, uh, you make a perception check. All right. I can do that. Perception. Oof. Okay. Uh, 14. 14, okay. Alrighty. So I'm reading about this. Alright, so you see a long, dark hallway, but you're able to see because of the light. Um... But like outside the light that you can see, it's pretty dark. There's not much light coming in naturally other than what you guys are producing currently. All right, I do believe I have dark vision. Okay. So yeah, so past the light that is coming off your armor, you can kind of see dark grays and blacks beyond that. So you can see that this hallway leads down for about... um, about 30 feet down uh, and then it kind of opens up into a larger room. Uh, The walls are covered with like this kind of thick algae that's collected over time Uh, and there's just kind of bad smell overall in the sewers Um, and you kind of see like a small divot 
in the pathway where kind of the water collects and kind of moves along the hall toward the room ahead of you. All right, I, uh, I, let, I, I let the guys behind me know what I see, and I guess I proceed forward. All right. Following kind. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right, so we'll make sure you have the marching order right. So we have Steel Scar in front, yep. Elamir in the middle, and Levy in the back. And, right? yeah, and Levy in the back. Okay, let me rearrange your tokens here. Oh, no, that's reveal. Yes. Uh, for a future thing, we might be able to just uh, do the where we get to actually control the one oh, since yeah, we can place yeah, it for yeah, us. Yeah, because yeah, if, if you right-click on each of them, yeah. you can... You can give us control over them. Um, I think it's the uh, the settings here. Controlled by. There we go. So Steel Scar. And then you should have control your guy. Night. Oh wait, I don't have the. There we go. I don't have the clicker on me. Oh yeah, I do. Then Levi or Levy, I'm gonna keep doing that. Should have your guy now. Can you each move your own guys? Yep. I cannot move mine. Are you, are you selecting the actual point curse on the top of the options? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Now I can move it. Cool. Got it? We're good. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So you guys move on into the hall, which I will reveal. I go move right there, because that's all I can see. Alright, so, yeah, so basically you can see that this hall leads down into a larger room, but you're not quite at an area that you can see, so if you're going to move so, up to there, alright, good, right, go good roll perception check for me. Another one? Yep. As you enter the new room. 18. Okay. Man. So here's what you can see. Ooh. All right, uh, so what you can see is you see a large room. The ceiling kind of goes up probably about 40, not 40 feet, about 30 feet up. Um, above that... you can see like a grate in the ceiling. So there's a little bit of light coming down from up there. You're imagining this is a grate that's in the merchant quarter that the water's draining into and coming down here. Uh, All right. You, let's see. So yeah, there's bits of lights coming through the grates ahead or above. Uh, so the pathway basically continues over these large collections of water on either side. And um, ahead... Sorry, I'm having like hop back and forth between the two. In, in this room, is there anything like on the walls and the roof? Anything that's skittering about by any chance? Um, Since we were warned that there's like weird creatures down here? Yeah, nothing you saw when you initially looked. Um, but what you can see is you basically see a hall down that right. direction. You see a hall back here. You see the hall up ahead. Alright. You see a hall over here and a hall over here. So five hallways in total. Yes. The one ahead so, you can see more because it's a straight shot. Alright, so um, I look at the guys and I say do we want to go north, south, east or west top or west bottom? Well, I don't quite have a preference. We could always just leave it to chance and 
flip a coin for it. Big coin with like six uh, six <laughs> sides. Five seven coin. Like a dice. <laughs> like 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 a dice. <laughs> yeah. So one for each of the directions, and then if it's none of those, we just leave and quit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'll I'll, I'll do a roll. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. I got a four. What do we got? So clockwise from where we are now. Sure. <laughs> so so like this uh that one. All right, we'll we'll head this way. Okay. All right. Um. So <laughs> go back to where you were. <laughs> oh. Yep. Go back to where you were. All right. So I'm assuming are you are you walking through the water or are you going around the water? Um. Steel I. I think I'm walking more like I'm not rushing. I think I'm walking more like stealthily. Like I'm taking I'm taking precautions in each of my steps as okay. best I can. But are you going through that collection of water or are you walking? Oh no no no! I'm gonna go around it. Okay. All right, yeah, so back that up. Way. Okay, yeah yeah yeah. So you yeah, guys yeah. are all just gonna follow Seal Scar. Yeah. All right. So basically, um, as you guys are moving, so I'm can I like, look into the water and see if I see anything as we're walking by? Uh. You can. Go ahead and roll perception check. Uh, natural 20. Oh! Wow. All right. The first first one of the, the show. First one of the campaign. That's right. Bye. All right. So, Levy, as Steel Scar is leading you guys down to your destination, you're kind of peering into the water, um, trying to figure out what's going on. And at first, it just kind of looks like murky water. Um, but what you begin to see, oh, wrong button. There we go. <clears throat> Emerging from the water below it, you see like these weird shapes. And actually, as you're kind of like staring at it, you notice there's one like right in front of you. And it kind of like lurches forward. At you. Hey guys, I don't think we're alone. Um, <laughs> do, we, do we all see this now, or it's just him uh, still? It's just him right now. He's seeing this. Guys, second. there's something in the water. We look. I look and turn at the water when he says that. All right. Um, 21's gonna hit you, right? Oh yeah. All right. So as you're looking in, you see this kind of like viscous slimy head appear out of the water and just shoot this mass at you and it kind of like just hits you in the face and burns uh, so you're going to take four points of acid damage Oof. and I need everyone to roll initiative Ooh. initiative 24 16 20 alright uh, initiative Get some music uh, up in oh. here. Uh, 17 for initiative. Alright, Ooh, fancy. Yeah, man. Alright, so. Let's do this critical roll way. 25 to 20. Anyone get that? 20. Yeah, I got a 24. Okay. <laughs> um. 19 to. Or is it 20 to 15? I got 17. Okay. That's everyone. <laughs> Wait, what'd you get, Levy? 20. Oh, you got 20. Okay, that's that. You said 17. 
17. I did say, yep, I did say 17. Okay, Daddy DM. Let me see what the creatures get. Okay. Alright. So, Elamir, you are the first to react as you see this creature kind of lurch out of the nasty, stinky water uh, and launch this thing at Levy as you see other... In total, four creatures start to pop their heads out and make their way towards you. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to take my fancy longbow um, and shoot the one nearest to Levy. Okay. Um, while my bonus action with the planar warrior um, will do an extra 1d8 force damage if I hit. Okay. So... My roll's a 13. So, is that adding all your stuff, or you just got 13? Yeah, it's with my modifiers. That is going to hit. To bed all Sweet. Uh, 1d8. 1d8. So, that's 2 plus 4, that's 6. And then the bonus action will give me... What did I just say? I think it's 1d8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then another one, so total. What did I just say? Oh, God. That's a great question. I didn't write it down, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it was total seven. So the first one was seven, and then you D8, extra D8 to what? No, it's total. It's seven. Total of seven damage? Yeah. What'd you roll from your attack? Uh, I rolled a two, a two, and then it's plus four. Yeah. So six. And then my extra one, I rolled a one. Okay. <laughs> I was making sure. Okay. I rolled. There you go. All right. So you pull back your arrow and let it loose, and it just sinks into this creature that's in the water, and it kind of like shudders, but continues to move forward. All right. Next up is Levy. Cool. Um. So. I just got hit in the face with this, like, acid goop. I'm not really loving these things right now. This face is the moneymaker. So I'm just going <laughs> to pull back, and I'm just going to gather a bunch of energy in my hand and then just unleash it on the one that shot at me and catch an Eldritch Blast at it. Okay. Go ahead and roll. And, oof. Uh, that would be a nine. That is going to miss. So the, the acid kind of burning away at your beautiful face kind of gets in your eyes. You take a shot, and it just kind of, like... Light All right, the and then next to you, as a bonus action, I'd uh, I'd like to whip out my my loot and just kind of like strum a little bit and give inspir- bardic inspiration to uh, to oh god, who do I want to give it to? I'll give it to Steel Scar. Steel Scar can have the first okay. one. Hey, so Steel Scar, you're gonna get that. It's a uh, extra extra. How much of the die is 1D6. it? One d six. One d six. All right. Right. I can use yeah. that on attack rolls, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. At pretty much anything but damage. Yeah. Alright, perfect. Alright. Next up is Steel Scar. So I'm gonna move down here next to this one. Okay. Uh as a bonus action, I am gonna activate my fighting spirit. As a bonus action, I can give myself the uh, benefits that last until the end of my next turn. I then gain advantage on my attacks and resistance uh, to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Okay. 
so I things. <laughs> just fighter things, and I am going to attack it, and I am going to use a uh, great weapon master. Okay. So I'm gonna take a minus five penalty on my attack rolls. Mm -hmm. So uh, my highest one was sixteen to hit. All right, that'll hit. All right, so I'm gonna roll damage and add plus ten to my damage. So 23, uh, 23 damage total on my hit. Alright. So minus 23 to that thing. Yep. Um, Alright, so you walk up to the edge and you, you know, using your samurai discipline, um, you strike out at this creature that is just, you can see, is emerging from the water and you just leave this huge gaping gash in its back and just all the way along it. Um, it is still up, but it lets out this horrible kind of like weird low rumble like, sound. Um, but it's still up and still standing right in front of you, but you did quite a bit of damage to it. Alright, awesome. Next up are the creatures. Um, Alright, so Steel Scar, the one right in front of you, is going to attack you. Alright. I'm trying to grab it. Why is it not letting me grab it? Dude, am I just like a roll 20 idiot? That's how it feels. If, if, you're, on your, uh, if you're on your DM screen, it won't let you DM grab it. That's what it is. Ah, ha, ha, ha. There we go. Alright. So this one's going to attack you, Silstar. Alright. Rolled a 19. Um, so it's going to... Is that it, hits? Yeah, it's gonna, that's going to hit. So it's a 23. Alright, so it um, kind of lashes out with you, at you with this kind of just nasty appendage from its what you imagine to be its mouth um, as it hits you it's going to deal uh, three points of bludgeoning damage is that already halved against you uh, no so half that halved would be I guess just one damage to you all right I'll take it all right let me out! Let me out! Sorry, and then it also does. Whoops. Three points of acid damage. So it's three points of bludgeoning reduced to one, and then three points of acid damage. All right. Four damage. All right. All right. Uh, so then, this one is going to move over here. So moving on your screen. Yep. Yeah, okay. And it's going to look at Elamir, and it's no. going to do the same thing it did to Levy, as you just see it kind of lurch forward and shoot out this ball of just nastiness in your direction. Uh, wow, man, I'm rolling well. It's going to be a 23 to hit, which I'm assuming hits you. Yep, you have an AC of 15. This yep. is how we die. <laughs> TPK episode one. <laughs> Alright, so Elamir, you're, you're going to take four acid damage as this ball of nastiness just smacks against you and starts to burn your skin. Can I use absorb elements? You can if you'd like, yeah. I would like to use that and not take that damage. I believe it just halves the damage. Uh, let me see, let me see. Sorry. Reading D&D Beyond. 
Well, while you're figuring that out, <laughs> let me know. Um, this creature, which you're seeing them, or you're guessing these things are just like these weird giant slugs, moves up here on the walkway and is going to attack Levy. Roll the natural one. Ooh. So it reaches up for you and you're able to dodge out of the way as it reaches out this nasty appendage in your direction. Um, and then this one's going to move forward and it is going to shoot that nasty ball of nastiness at you as well. Uh, so that one rolled a natural three, so it's going to be a seven, which will miss. Hey. Right, you're able to dodge out of the way as that ball kind of smacks against the wall behind you and you hear it kind of sizzling on the wall. Um, did you figure out what the spell was, Elamir? Um, yeah, it's halved. It's resistance. Okay, so it dealt four, so you're going to take two damage. Okay. Go ahead and yeah, mark that off as one of your spells used. All right, yep. so we are back at the top with Elamir. Okay, um, and then I'm going to turn to hit me. So, um, and I'm going to cast my bow. Not cast my bow, shoot my bow. I cast bow. <laughs> I cast bow. I rolled an 11. Total to hit? Yep. That is... is it D&D's meets it beats it, right? Meets it beats it, yep. Alright, yep, so that hits. Alright, so then I'll take my 1d8, and I rolled an 8, so plus 4, that's... And then I'll take my bonus action again. Plus 7. So 12. So 19. So 7. So what? 19 total. Did you add that acid damage from absorb elements? Uh, it has to be a melee for me to apply it. Ah, okay. So 19 total? Yep. And which one was it? You said the one that shot the acid at you? Yeah, so from okay. bottom top, the second one. Okay. Cool. Let me just add that to that guy. Alright, next up is Levy. Cool. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to... Let's see, what's the radius on that one? Alright, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna cast Bane on this one, and this one, and this one. Okay. Ooh. And that's a save on there? Yeah, it's a part? save. Okay, what's the So, save? it's charisma saves. Okay. And the DC is 14. Alright, here we go. Fail. Fail. And fail. Yes! Wonderful. These, these guys are not very charismatic. They're no. <laughs> no, they wouldn't be. <laughs> All right, so that is a minus. It's a. I, uh, a D4 they have to take a D four, right? um, and subtract a number rolled against any attacks, rolls, or saving throws. Okay. All right. So, and that is for yeah. one minute, right? Yep. That oh, movie is the bane of their existence. Uh, uh, what is that? <laughs> ten turns. A minute, yeah, ten turns. Yeah. So you got quite a bit of time on that. All right. Oh, and then. Um, 
they're probably going to attack opportunity if I move away, because I really don't want to be tanking these yes, things. They would get, the one next to you would get a swipe at you, or I should say a... But I can't move through um, Elamir, can I? Um, you could move through him, he's your ally. Okay. Yeah, you just, you just can't, can't like, stand on him. your turn in his square. Got it. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I want to take that attack of opportunity and kind of like run this direction. Okay, let's so. go. Alright, so he's going to take a attack at you, so that's going to be... Minus two, so just going to minus two, so... Thirteen. Nope, that All misses. Right. So you hey. run away as the slug, you just hear it kind of like... Cool. Trying to hit you, but it totally misses. Cool, right. wonderful, thank you. Next up is Steel Scar. So, uh, since my, uh... My fighting spirit is still activated until the end of this turn. I'm going to swing again with advantage. Okay. I'm not going to use a great weapon master this time. Okay. Oh. So, uh, 11. Total? You... Yes. That meets, yep, that hits. Oh, thank God I didn't use it either. And that was with advantage. <laughs> God. <laughs> you also have bardic, though. So you can always use that. Yeah, you have your bardic in. I do. I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. You hit, so you should be good. Uh, total of 10 damage on that one. Okay. Um, so as you hit that one, you cleave it right in two. So that one is dead. As it lets awesome. out this sound as it just shrivels up into nothingness and dies. <laughs> That's, what sound, that's what it sounded like. All right. Wonderful. All right. Um, that one is dead. Can I make it up to this one? Would I have enough movement for it? Yeah, that's only like 15 feet to get there. All right, so I want to move up to this one. I want to use my action surge, and I want to roll to hit it so I can can attack it. I am going to use Great Weapon Master on this one and see if I can get lucky. So, uh, and uh, you said a D... I have a D6, right? Yeah, it's D6. Alright, so with D6. So it's a total of 13 to hit. That hits. Alright. So it's D6 plus 4. 24 damage total. Alright. Holy cow. Run up. (laughs) Yeah, dude, if you. Great Weapon Master is really good. Oh, yeah. You said 26? Uh, 24 damage total. Okay. So yeah, you charge, you kill the one and charge right past Elamir toward this slug, and you just slash it. Just chunks of it just falling off as you're cutting pieces of it. Um, but it is still standing. That's fine. And that ends my turn, and my fighting spirit, and my fighting spirit is officially over right now. All right. Yeah. Eight. All right. So we got three slugs. So the one in front of you, Steel Scar, is going to attack. It's going to get a minus... Alright. Four, so it rolled a natural six. So I'm not even going to add it, because that's not going to hit. Okay. uh, Roll 20 is not on your screen. Roll 20 is not on my screen. You're not presenting it. Oh, how did I switch over to that? (laughs) Sorry, guys. It was just a second ago. Somehow, yeah, I must have hit a button accidentally. Switched over to... No worries. No worries, DM. We got you. Good. Alright, so... That one misses. Uh, the one next to that one that just attacked you is going to move forward on you, Steel Scar, and it is going Fine. to 
attack you. Alright, so that's gonna be. Well, before. So it's gonna be a 16 to hit. That hits. That hits. Okay. And that's with the bane too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard him roll that little D4 die. Little, little bounce. Alright, so that is going to be where's my D6 here? There it is. Oh wow. Okay, so that's going to be six points of bludgeoning damage and Alright. One point of acid damage. So seven total? Yep. Alright. And then this one is going to move up on Elamir and attack you. What a jerk. Alright, so that is going to be a uh, 19 to hit. Yep, that hits. Oof. Alright. It's going to be 3 points of bludgeoning damage and 3 points of acid damage. I'll just As take it this like, time. like tongue thing reaches out and just wah wah. <laughs> That's the noise it makes, man. Nasty. Wah <laughs> wah. Yeah, it like, it like burns you as it hits you. Um, and alright, that takes us back up to Elamir at the top. Alright, um, just because, uh, just to make sure we really hit him, you know, I'm gonna move right here, shoot the... Um, so I got a 12. I think that hits. Yep, that hits. And then my first dice is 7, and using the action... Um, I forget what it's called. Planar Warrior, I think. Planar Warrior, yep. Um, two, so total of nine. Total of nine. Alright, right, you shoot the arrow and it sinks right into, like, between the slug's eyes as it just kind of, like, flattens and lets out a low... and dies. <laughs> Deflates. Deflates, yes. Right. Which one was that? This one right here. That's now gone. That ah, one. Bottom. Alright. Back to uh, Levy. Did the top one get killed last round? No, mm, it's still up. No. It no, took okay. a lot of damage, yeah. but it's still up. Yeah, the two bottom ones, I killed the one at the bottom and you handled the other one. Yeah. Cool. So, my turn? Cool. So I'm going to move forward one and cast uh, an Eldritch Blast on uh, that one right there. Alright. Let's see what we got. Uh, natural one. Alright. <laughs> Once again, your Eldritch Blast just like shoots the water, shooting it into the air, missing the slug. Alright, is there anything else you want to do? I uh, don't really have many other bonus actions that I can do right now that's worth it, I feel. So, actually, yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing else I want to do at the moment. All right. Uh, then we are to Seal Scar. All right. Uh, at the one that I hit, I'm going to try and... Um, hit again. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to try to hit it. No, okay. no great weapon master or nothing like that. All right. Good roll. All right. So... 15 to hit. That hits. All right. That's 12 damage total. Okay. That slug you slice right in half. This one right here. As it dies. Yep. 
Let me remove it from the map. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn, just got one left. And as a bonus action, I'm gonna cast second uh, wind on myself. Okay. So that's a uh, 1d10. So again, alright, I'm back up to full. Nice. Alright. Back to the slug. Alright, so the slug is going to take another attack at you, Seal Scar. Rolled a natural four. So it's not going to hit you. Hey! Alright, so it again lurches at you, but you were able to avoid it. Alright, back up to Elamir. Alright, I'll just take another shot with my arrow from standing. Alright. Um, and I rolled a 26. That is... Holy a... crap. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might work. Um, first dice is 2 plus... I'll memorize this eventually. 2 plus 4, so 6. Okay. Bonus action is 4, so total... 10. Alright. So you shoot the arrows, it sinks into the sluggy body, but it is still alive. Do you want to move anywhere? Um, now nah, I'm good. Okay. All right. To Levy. All right. All right. Can I, can I feel this one real good this time? You got this. <laughs> like zero for three. So let's try this this time. Got this. Happy. Steel's card can tank it. We can. Just I rolled a two. So there's no it. way I hit that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. Add, add all your stuff. So, so remember what I said about like me rolling real dice versus rolling like. <laughs> The roll twenty dice. Rolled on roll twenty, you got a twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, my roll twenty is like amazing, but like my real dice rolling is awful. All right, so what was it total? They have uh, it's, yeah eight. Okay, yeah, no, it's not gonna hit. Yeah, uh, once again, your eldritch blast. I'm just like kicking the water up, but it does not hit the slug. Shooting in the water. Yeah. Got right. some cool like Michael Here. Bay background explosions. Steel Scar. All right, I'm gonna roll a hit. I'm just trying to make Steel Scar look cooler. <laughs> uh, the water's kicking up. It's like an action shot as he's spinning his sword around. I rolled a natural one. Oh. <laughs> the water got in your eye. <laughs> it's my fault. Oh. I'm sorry, Steel Scar. <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> All right, so you take a swing, but yeah, you are just a swing and a miss as the water gets in your eye and you you whiff. All right, we're back to the slug, who is going to take another attack at you. Uh, rolled a that's ah, not gonna yeah, so rolled a ten, so that's gonna be a miss. So this time it lurches toward you and hits you, but you deflect it with your armor. Awesome. Deflect his tongue. That's right. It's like lick a tongue. We are back up to Elamir. Alright, hoping to end it. Shooting my bow. Alright. I rolled a 13. That hits. Alright. And then my damage is 8 for my first dice. And add a 1, so 9 total. Alright, let me see what this guy's at. There we go. Alright, he's still up, but he's looking bad. What a jerk. Alright, down to you. You want to move anywhere? You gotta stay there. Uh, 
I'm going to stay there. Okay. Levy, you are up. All right. All right. <laughs> Take this one a little bit slower. I'm going to use not the cursed dice, apparently, because this thing's rolled a one and then a two. Gonna <laughs> gonna try it again. Put it in jail. Oh my god, this one rolled another two. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna kind of like go over here a little bit and just kind of like sit. <laughs> just sit. You guys. I'm just sitting in my corner. You need to watch as Levy just goes and sits down in the hall as you guys are fighting the slug. <laughs> All right. I'm just like, sorry guys, give me a moment. I'm a little depressed. <laughs> I'll be with you, right with you. All right. All right. We're back to Steel Scar. All right. Natural 20. There you go. Woo! All right. From 1 to a 20. Nice. So I am. So let me roll my damage. Uh, do you double the dice or you double the damage? What do you do? We're going to. You double the dice roll. All right. So, so would I ever roll, what, 4d6 instead? Uh, no. So just roll 2d6. All right. Okay. So. Um, six, twelve, sixteen damage total. Okay, and then did you add your? So you rolled. Yes. Double yep, that, yep, yep. and then you added your strength. Yes, I did. Okay. I do. Are you? All right. How you want to do this? So I um. For those of you who played Monster Hunter World, you know how when the the long sword that they use, how they jump up from the creature and then they come slashing down. That's exactly how Steel Scar does it. All right, so you have not played. So, game, like, like, but I'm gonna. This, this right here should be a wall, right? Yes. So, like in Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter World, you could like you technically run up a creature, but I'm guessing it's uh, pretty okay. You're gonna so I would run up, and then I just come down slashing it right. in half. So you guys watch as Steel Scar turns around, runs up the wall, kind of like parkours, turns around, brings his giant sword down, and just slashes the slug right down the middle, as it just lets <laughs> out this and just flattens and then I just I just grab my uh, my sword and I just like sheath it in my back as it's like dying there you go oh, all right. badass these slugs are dead Woo. oh thank goodness alright so since I did nothing productive I'm gonna touch Elamir and cast uh, what was it cure wounds alright so 1d8 plus Four. Where's my eights? Where are my? Oh, there we go. Oh, an eight plus four plus six, so sixteen health. Nice. I think that's gonna be sufficient. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. What would you guys like to do? Uh, we were originally going to the south. We were gonna go here. <laughs> so I, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll take point again, and we'll we'll hit down uh, south. Head down there. Okay. All right. So, uh, what were you gonna say? Levy got here, right? I'm I'm okay. I'm 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 chilling. All right. Well, well. As as walking, I hurt more of my pride, really, to be honest. <laughs> as, as we're wa- as, as we're walking down, I tap uh, I tap Levy on the back, and I'm like, "Worry not. Sometimes my days are bad too." And I uh, I use my. Uh, <laughs> My healing hands, and I give him four hit points. Woo! I'm back up to four. We're so wholesome. 
Yeah, we got it. <laughs> All right. We're so like, we're like I, friends I, already. Yeah, and I uh, I want to look down this uh, this corridor. All right. So you look down and you see the hall kind of extends for about um, twenty feet, and then it hits a flat wall, and you can see that it kind of leads off into um, it splits into two directions. All right, so um, you also you do notice as you're right there at that entrance, there seems to be a gate, but it's currently open. Uh, is the gate right, right where I'm standing, or yeah, it's towards? like it's, okay. it's like it's it's in this square. How are you doing the little um? Uh, you if just you click and hold, yeah, just click and hold. Click yeah. Hold. It's not doing it. There we go. Okay. Um, so yeah, right in that square, you're seeing that. All right, uh, I push the, I push the gate open. Okay. Well, no, sorry, the gate's already open. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So I uh, there is a gate there, but it's open. I I, uh, I think somebody might have passed through here if this is open. Are there other gates in the room that are also open? Um, you could look around the room if you want. Yeah, sure. I would. Can we can we look around like the other uh, the other hallways and see if there's also gates like this one? Sure. All right, so I guess we'll we'll just I'll just I'll just go walking around like in a. Right. I'll, I'll so, go around in like a full circle and just get so all the entrances. one here at the top, uh, which is not on the map that I'm showing everyone. All right. So you see two up here to the north. So they're closed or open? They are opened. All of them? Yep. And then Oops. I actually think, yep, there's one over here as well. They're all opened. Okay. Hmm. Open gates. Do all we right. still do we still want to proceed south? I think so. There's too many paths, so might as well just pick one. All right, we'll go. I guess, I guess we'll go down south. So um, I guess uh, we'll push this way. Okay. And the, or gates, I, I, the gates seem to actually like go into the stone. So it's not like a door opening on a hinge. It's like ah. going into the stone. Ah, oh, so it like slides into it? Yes. Oh, okay. wonderful. That's kind right. of a cool way to do it. They're going to okay. close behind us. All right, so you are heading... I'm going this way to this intersection. Yep. Right, That's so from there. So you see a hall that leads that direction, and a hall that opens up into a room that you can kind of make out over here. So you said there's a there's a room over here. Uh, so so. I don't think my little click hold thing is working for you guys. Cause I'm not it is. I just saw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah you, saw have, it. you have to select the pointer and just click. Yeah, well, it's not showing up on this map that I'm looking at for everyone else. but so uh, It shows up for us. Yeah, I don't know why it's not showing up on my little thing. But where Elamir is standing, that hall that you guys are currently clicking, um, that is the room. And then the direction that Steel Scar is facing, that's a hall. And you can actually see... Down this hall, you see what looks like a little door opening, but you can't quite make out exactly what's in there. Um, so, Elamir, are you peeking into this room? Uh, yes. Okay, girl, roll ahead. God, roll a perception check. Uh, this is, this is, where's my perception? 
Uh, wait, hang on. Sorry. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, so you peer into the room. Give me one second. I gotta write my notes about the room. Alright, so the room is dark, and there's like a heavy kind of looking fog kind of over it. Um, and this is, this is what you can see. Um, so the, that big kind of square thing is a pillar. Okay. Um, so this right here. So are, the, are, are they both pillars? Yeah, so those two things are pillars, and then you also see like two bits of rubble where it looks like some of the rock from the ceiling above has kind of fallen. Um, and that's the bits of rubble. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything... Um, I would like to go into the room, and is there anything weird, like any traces of... The, you know how we saw the uh, the slugs in the other room? Is there any traces mm -hmm. of anything being in this room? You know, can I roll maybe like investigator or something? Uh, you can roll perception if you'd like, or if you're like looking around the room to see if there's any like remains of a creature or something no i'm trying to see if there's any any creatures like the ones we encounter or anything like around the ceiling the walls or anything then you roll perception all right perception 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 uh, five five okay yeah, you look in and you can see that yeah there's the rubble um, and these two stone or the two pillars here, but you know you're not seeing any creatures in this room. Is this kind of like the extent of the room? Like this is like the back wall? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you can also see there is a hall over yonder. But yeah, and then... from what you can tell, that's the extent of this room. So there's nothing down that direction. It just goes okay. over to that other side. Got it. And so this is like the bottom. Right yep. there. Okay, cool. Hmm. Uh, do you want to go check out that hallway, guys? I'd like to. Yeah, might as well. We've already come this way. Okay, so you guys are going to make your way over to that hallway over there? Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take point again and lead us down the hallway. Okay. All right. And so as you make the turn the corner, you look down and you can see that the hallway goes down. And it opens up into another room. And then when peering into that room, it... Uh, so it's, it, it takes us back to the pool. swings back around. Uh, All right. One second, real quick. Well, now I know where two of these things lead. So, Levy, <laughs> as you're standing there, you guys are slowly moving up. You hear a slight sound of like a scurrying behind you um and from that direction oh no from behind you yeah down the hall oh no guys i hear something behind me you peer <laughs> around behind you to see a large two large rats have followed up right behind you guys is it the two? oh shit the one right behind you is going to attack you Real quick, with advantage, since you didn't detect it. Because I rolled a freaking five. 
All right, so... We'll only blame you if it goes poorly. <laughs> All right, Darn so it. that is going to be a... A 23 and a 16. Oh, yeah. They both, both hit. Those hit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're wow. strong. Oh, no. All right. So you're going to take a total of 12 piercing damage. Oof. As this, as you're getting a good look at it, this giant, not giant, but like medium-sized dog rat with two heads jumps toward you and just takes a giant bite out of you and uh no nice, like nice chunk of flesh all right guys roll initiative again oh boy oh nice oh, wow. okay now i roll high me too <laughs> i got a six i got a natural 20 i got a natural 20 <laughs> right, so what are your um adding in your decks what is that for each of you my total is 22 24 Six. So it's going to be Levy at 24. Seal Scar at 22. So, so Levy um, goes first. Elomir at 6. Yep. And then, okay. All right, Levy, what do you want to do as you turn around and just see these two? I am going to. You. Uh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Bane on these rats, both of them. Okay. All right. So you both need to make charisma saving throws. Yeah, fourteen. What if they're really charismatic rats? One yeah. rolled a sixteen, and the other one rolled a fourteen. Um, so they both pass because because yeah, they meet, tie. Meet, they meet, meet it. It. Yep. Yep. So literally nothing happens. Literally nothing happens. Fail. All right. Um, I need to move away. I know I'm gonna hit get taken an attack of opportunity, but I need to move away because I'm probably dead either way at this point. So these two um, gets to take. Can I move to the pill through the pillar, or I have to go like this way, right? You're gonna have to move through. Yeah, you're gonna move that direction. You can't. You can like okay. skirt around the pillar. It doesn't take up the entire area, but you can't. Okay. You won't be able to stop in that area. No, no, no. I just I want to move like all the way to the back. Gotcha. Okay, this rat's gonna. Take an attack at you. It's going to be a 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. Am I dead? All right. Uh, it rolled a 1. So you're going to take... It rolled a what? 1. You're going to take 3 points of piercing damage as it bites you. Oh. You're still up? Oh, I'm still up. Okay, good. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm about at half. A little less than half. Uh, no. All right. So... so we're okay. All right. So, who is up next? That is Steel Scar. Steel Scar's next? Steel Scar's next. Uh, I'm going to move up to this rat. And I am, I am as a bonus action again, I am going to activate Fighting Spirit because I get three, uh, three, three uses per short rest. Okay. I'm going to roll with advantage and then... Resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage, and I am going to activate Great Weapon Master. All right. So, uh, a total of seventeen. That is a hit. Awesome. And something I messed up last time. 
I can reroll ones and twos on damage, and I was not doing that. Uh, yeah, man. Can't do that. All right. All right, so I'm gonna reroll that two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Twenty-two damage total on that uh on that rat. Okay. So you slash at this giant rat as it's letting out giant hisses at you with both the tubs. Um, but it is still up. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that's it. That's all I can do for my turn. All right. Uh, next up is Elamir. All right. I got higher than the rats. You did, yes. Oh man, that nice, nice, bad. Um, do I have a shot on them from where I'm at? Um, I would say yes, but. You're going to have disadvantage because you're trying to avoid hitting Steel Scar. Okay. Would it make it better if I moved up? Bellow. Or is this just... I Because of where he's placed, there's really not a spot that you're going to be able to stand without shooting through where he's standing. Okay, so that's fine. you're kind of like trying to take a shot between his legs or around his arms or something like that. As an expert marksman, that's no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'll shoot at the, the back one then. Uh, did you take sharpshooter? Um, yeah. I think. Right? I did. Yeah, Which it's just in a tab the, I'm not looking at. I think one of the perks of it is, like, you don't have disadvantage on, um... Yeah, I believe you don't have any disadvantage when you do have disadvantage on shots. Or something well, it's like something that. to do, like, um, the enemies don't gain a bonus. Attacking at long range doesn't impose disadvantage. And your ranged weapon attacks ignore half cover. Ignore half half cover. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd say you're still still gonna have disadvantage because they're not okay. gaining. It's not that they're gaining cover. You're just trying to not hit your ally. So I roll twice and take the lesser of the two. Yes. Okay. So wow. my first one is two. My bonus. Okay. What was it? Twenty-two with bonuses. Okay. And the second one is 17 with bonuses. Okay, 17 will hit. Bam! Um, So I'm going to do first dice, 2 plus 4, so 6. A bonus action, 1. So 7 damage total. Okay. The rat is still up, but it now has a large arrow sticking out of its body. I'm going to get that back. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, next up are the rats. So the one can't get around the other one because they're kind of in this hall um, but the one is going to attack Steel Scar it's going to get two attacks that's fine uh, so it rolled a 20 and a 7 the 20 so hits the 7 hits hit. yep. right. and it is going to uh, do 3 piercing damage to you alright I take half of that because I have resistance right now all right. Any other damages with that, or that's it? Nope, that's it. All right. With large rats just staring you down. All right, and we're back to the top with uh, Levy. Cool. Um, I would also have disadvantage if I did, like, an Eldritch Blast from here, right? Yeah, I would say you also have disadvantage because you're trying to shoot around him. Um... Steel Scar is just like praying for his life because shooting arrows, massive <laughs> magic through his legs. Don't oh. worry, 
I don't, how's it that, doesn't hurt. <laughs> how's that? How's that rat looking that got, has the arrow in it? It's looking pretty hurt. Okay, it's looking pretty hurt. Huh. I could try this. All right. Um, I want to cast heat metal on the arrow that's stuck in that rat. Ooh. Ooh wow. Okay. And you so to, be able to see the metal is the only thing. Uh, choose manufactured metal objects as a metal weapon suit, heavy armor, metal meteor that you can see within range. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with it takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. No, it doesn't say um, if I have to see it or not. Well, it says choose a. Um... Such as like manufactured metal object. I thought I saw something that said where you can see. Hold on, let me read one more time. So it says you, you see choose the, see within range. Yeah, I can see within range. All right, I'll let so you. Can do I it. see the metal? I'll let you do it. Yeah. So okay. You can see like just a tiny bit of the metal on the arrow sticking out of the rat. Okay, so I want to make that metal just glow red hot and takes okay. 2d8 fire damage so does it have to make a save or anything what is it no nah, it just burns it the spell's dumb it has it on it. yeah okay go for it uh eight and a seven 15 damage mm. all right you burn the rat to a crisp as the, on the arrow lights up and the rat just lets out a... and just you know shrivels up into nothingness you had a nice it, little kebab there. Yeah, you got a kebab. Nice little kebab, yeah. Did, did that heat metal burn the arrow up? Um, <laughs> no, I'd say it just heated up the... It didn't burn the arrow up, it just... Cooked just the rat. Right. red hot. The rat from the inside. <laughs> so wait. Wait a second. Elamir. This could become an advantage for us. <laughs> Tag team How do you duo. like fire arrows? That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Alright. So my turn is oh uh I'm sorry, so next up is yes, yeah, Steel Scar. I don't know if he was done with his turn. Oh no, I'm done, I'm done. That's All uh right. So I'm gonna push up to uh this rat here. Alright. Uh, roasted one. I, no, I just step on it just to crumble it. Alright. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um since uh my fighting spirit is over at the end of this turn, I'm gonna attack this one with great weapon master. Alright, go for it. Uh, 15 total. That hits. Oh my, awesome. Alright, so 2d6, 4. So I'm gonna reroll that one. 11, 12, 15, 25 damage total. Alright. And I just like slash into it. I mean, fighters, right? That's a, it's a good combo, it's a wombo combo. Alright, 25. All right, you walk up, slash that rat, cutting off like part of its ear and stuff, but it is still standing. I nip it in the tail a little bit. There you go. Cut off a little bit of its long tail. Yep. Right, next up is Elamir. All right, so I'll just tell you what I want to do, and I will roll as many times as necessary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I run up? and slide under Steel Scar's legs and try to stab it as I'm sliding through. <laughs> mm. That's going to be tough. You're going to have to try and push the rat 
or him back. Yeah. Or unless you're gonna like scooch back. Um, let me see. Oh crap! <laughs> I, I could have used my movement to move back when I. No, it's, it's already okay. called. I already called my turn though. That'd be meta gaming. It would. Um. I'll let you, you'll have to roll a acrobatics check to see if you're able to slide between his legs <laughs> successfully. Um, yeah. And I'm going to say that if you're able to do that and you're able to attack threat, you're going to have to scooch back as well. Um, but you'll end up prone at the end of that. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's right. go through it. I see, so see just, roll acrobatics. Yeah, so you're sprinting up and you're sliding, trying to slide between his legs. So go ahead and roll acrobatics see if you're able to successfully get between right. his legs. Um, a 13. 13. Um, okay, I'll say you get through his legs successfully, but don't have as much room as you'd like, so you're going to have disadvantage on the attack. Disadvantage on the stab? Yeah. Okay, so I got my sword sword then. Um, and I roll team with that one. A what? Sorry. A 14 was the lower one. Okay, that'll hit. Okay, and then 1d6 plus... Uh, that's 10 damage. Okay, let me see what how much damage the rat has. Alright, so you deal 10 damage to the rat. The rat is still up, but it is... Looking really bad. So you're actually going to slide behind Steel Scar. Oh, okay. I end up here? Yeah, so you basically, like, slide, stab the rat, and then push yourself back off the rat. Back okay. under his legs. Gotcha. Alright, so we are at the rat. So the rat is going to attack Steel Scar. And your um, fighting spirit thing faded, right? Yes, it did. Oh, so any, any damage is full damage. So it's going to be a first attack is going to be 14, which will miss. That'll miss. Second attack is a crit. Oof. Oof. All right. So uh, not bad. So it's going to deal six piercing damage to you as it gets a bite. <laughs> Ouch. On your forearm. The stupid rat's just with his big nasty teeth. Stupid rat. Um, and yeah, that's his turn. And we're back up to the top with Levy. Um Alright. I'm just gonna Eldritch Blast this one from like here ish. Probably I could probably hit it with disadvantage. Um, what do you think? Uh you could breach into Eleanor's square and shoot, yeah. Like like here for just and then just like attack yeah, with disadvantage. For disadvantage, it. yeah. And then I probably pop back afterwards. Yeah. So roll two. Oh wow, that's a those are actually I have a twenty one and a twenty two. That's it. Wow, I finally hit something with this spell. Eldritch blast. Uh, what is it? It's just a d ten, I think it is. Yeah. You don't add anything to it. Yeah, don't add anything. So I got a three. It's a three damage. Woo. <laughs> Better than no damage. Yeah. And um, who's up next? Is it? Um, well, how you want to do it? <laughs> oh, 
I killed something. Um, there you go. <laughs> I want it. I want it like the the, the elder's blaster to just kind of like fizzle into it, and then it just pop. All right. So you just reach out your hand, and this beam just starts to. It like you can see kind of the red in the rat's eyes as it's coming towards face, and it just kind of hits it, and you don't see it go through the back, but it just seems to get stuck somewhere in its body as it just kind of. It just pops all over, <laughs> gets pieces of rat all over Steel Scar, who takes the brunt of it for all of you guys. Steel Scar. I just like, I just put my my thumb up behind me like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like cleaning off my face from all that gunk that just exploded on me. <laughs> all right. I go retrieve that one arrow. I'm like, plah, plah. all right, wiping it all down. <laughs> Pull the air out of Ooh. the rat's carcass. Yeah. Oh man, that was um, a bad. Right. Uh, that so that arrow's still hot for a minute. So might want to wait a second. <laughs> Holding the the shit. Oh wait, it's concentration. I, I give up the concentration then. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, it's the it was red hot and starts to fade. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's that. Um, I need to heal. What do I need to heal with? <laughs> if you want, you guys could take like a short rest or something. If Ooh, yeah. If we do a short rest, then I can play Song of Rest. And then yeah, Steel Scar get all his stuff back. Yeah. Uh, do I? I don't get all my stuff back. Uh, oh yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, that's what's nice about I, fighters. I, they get everything. I get all, I, like I get all my shit back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys are gonna take short rest. So that will be uh. So if you want to heal up, you would roll however many hit die you want to heal up for that. And I'm going to use Song of Rest, so... What is it? I am... You get an D, extra 1d6 for healing. Okay. So Do can... I... So th that 1d6 only uh, works if we use our hit die, right? Yeah, I think you only get it if you roll hit die. Alright. Uh, yeah. By spending one or more hit die. Alright. So I have a D8 and a D6. I'll hey. full health, so I'm good. Mm, probably, can awesome. I use more than one? I probably, I probably should use more than one. You have up to... You can use more than one, yeah. Up to your level, I think. I'm back. I, I use one. I'm up to four. Okay. Alright, I'm good. I used two, and, but I'm good. And all my stuff is back. Yeah, all your stuff back. How does uh, um, spell recovery work with the short rest? Uh, it's after each day. Or it's a oh, long okay. rest, which is eight hours, so you're not going to get any Well, separate. I got everything back minus my healing hands, because that's only after a long rest. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, cool, guys. Well, that's... I think that's it. We might wrap it up at this point. Alright, we'll so... We'll be back next Saturday? Um, I think we got to figure out... I think we're going to shoot for every other Saturday, but... We'll see. Maybe we'll do next Saturday if I feel like we have enough planned and I can get everything. We well, should be good. Let's, you know what? I'll let you know. No, pre I'll no pressure. I'll tweet. Because I have yeah. plenty planned, so I think we should be able to at least do this, but I'll need to um, make sure it's available. I'm available, so we'll do that. Awesome. Cool. Sounds good for me. Well, thank you, Sounds everyone, for tuning in to um, Adventure with Advantage. This was our first stream. Looking forward to doing a lot more. Um, we'll It'll only get better, we It'll promise. It'll only get better. It's going to get better. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. So long.
Peace. Bye.